So what should you eat in a pre-workout meal? This is always a, a great question. Now, as we are thinking about what we should be eating, we have to look at how much time we have before the workout. Because I know that you're probably thinking, I definitely do not want to come into a workout with a bunch of food and fluid bouncing around in my stomach, right? That does not feel good. So remember that as you're farther out from when you're going to work out, you can certainly eat a little bit more because you're allowing your body that time for digestion to occur. So typically when we have um, about three to four hours before a workout or competition, this is where a more well-balanced meal can be consumed. So this is where we're going to incorporate our protein, maybe about 20 to 40 grams at our meal. And again, that'll be dependent upon how far out you are from when you had your surgery. That'll determine how much you can eat. Um, but about 20 to 40 grams of protein. And then for your carbohydrates, Carbohydrates, we ideally want to deal with um, whole grain carbohydrates. So think of like quinoa, brown rice, baked potato or sweet potato, um, even vegetables and fruit do contain carbohydrates as well. Um, about 30 to 45 grams of carbohydrate per meal is pretty typical for bariatric uh, athletes to consume. Some can certainly eat more and definitely depending upon you where you are after surgery, you may have to eat less. But the other thing to remember pre-workout is we want to eat meals that are low in fat and fiber. So I'll give you an example. We wouldn't want to have a big salad with heavy dressing, right, right before a workout because that high fat and high fiber is going to stay in our stomach longer and that can lead us to feeling bloating, uh, having some bloating or cramping or even diarrhea during our training. So that would not be something you'd want to include um, in, right before your workout. Hi, welcome to the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tirapelli, a bariatric sports dietitian, and I help post-bariatric clients achieve their fitness goals through better nutrition and addressing the problems that come from typical bariatric and sports nutrition advice that just don't work for an active bariatric lifestyle. Hey there, welcome to episode two of the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast. I'm so excited today to talk all about pre-workout nutrition and how to optimize it so that you can get the most out of your workouts after bariatric surgery. Exercise is such a critical piece to your bariatric journey, and therefore we really want to make sure we're utilizing our nutrition to really enhance the workout. Have you ever started a workout only to find that you can't finish it or you feel like you're going to hit the wall midway through? This is the reality of many bariatric athletes, and it's really frustrating. This could be related to what you did or did not eat ahead of time. So today, let's talk about why we should incorporate a pre-workout meal or snack, when to eat it, and what to eat and how much to help improve our energy levels during our workout session or competition. So let's dive in. Why should you eat or drink before a workout? So pre-workout nutrition can help provide an energy source for our muscles so that we can work out harder and longer before fatigue sets in. Remember that carbohydrates are the preferred energy source that our muscles draw upon to exercise. And remember, as a bariatric athlete, because we focus on protein food first, we're often not incorporating a lot of uh, carbohydrates. So that can impact how we feel during exercise. Eating carbs at a meal before a workout will help to top off those muscle glycogen stores. We're going to talk a little bit more today about muscle glycogen, but just to summarize it, muscle glycogen is that stored carbohydrate in your muscle tissue. So for example, think of like a bank account, right? We put money in the bank, we store it. We're storing carbohydrate as glycogen in our muscles and our, our body uses that as an energy source for exercise. So it's really important that we keep those muscle glycogen stores topped off so that that when we begin to exercise, we can utilize them. 
Eating before a workout can also help us prevent hypoglycemia, especially during longer training sessions. So remember that, especially for my Roux and Y gastric bypass and my duodenal switch athletes, um, if you've gone a long period of time before you exercise without eating um, and then you you know jump into that workout, you could experience low blood sugar. Um, in addition, if you have a simple carbohydrate right before a workout, this could lead to dumping syndrome as well as hypoglycemia, reactive hypoglycemia. So we want to really make sure we're strategizing with our duodenal switch and uh, bypass patients on what they're eating and how much before the workout. Pre-workout nutrition um, also includes meeting our fluid goals. So I know oftentimes we sit here and we think about what am I eating? You know, what time am I eating? How much? But fluids are so important. If we're dehydrated, it will impact your exercise uh, performance. So remember that a fluid deficit of greater than 2% of body weight can compromise cognitive function and aerobic exercise, especially if you're in hot weather. So it's really, really important that we also focus on our fluids throughout the day. And again, as a bariatric athlete, it's not easy to meet our fluid goals. Um, just having to separate them from our meals, it makes it a lot harder. So that is something that we do talk about too with our bariatric athletes. In addition, uh, when we eat something before a workout, this can help avoid feeling of hunger um, during training or competition. So it's never good to feel like you're starving when you're working out. So eating something before a workout can help prevent that as well. So when should you consider adding in a pre-workout meal or snack? Well, ideally, always. I typically always recommend to my athletes um, to try to have something to eat or drink. And that's going to depend upon how much time you have before the workout. That will determine what we're eating and how much. But ideally, I'm not a fan of uh, fasting before a workout. I'd really recommend to my bariatric athletes to try to have something because that carbohydrate that you're taking in, even in very small amounts, can help to prolong that time in your workout until you feel that that fatigue sets in. Remember that generally in the first three to six months post-op, um, you're not exercising at high intensity levels, right? So we're just starting, we're, we're building up, maybe we're beginning with our walking, it's low intensity exercise, um, and we're, we're starting low. So Generally speaking, bariatric guidelines, your nutrition that you learn from your surgical centers, just follow that for now, okay? Making sure that you're eating your, your three meals a day, you're incorporating your protein food first, you're taking your bariatric vitamins and minerals, and you're meeting your fluid goals. Um, the good news is, is that as a bariatric athlete, as you begin to slowly increase your exercise, we can strategize the timing of those meals so that you work out maybe right after you've eaten so that you can utilize the energy that you've consumed for your workout. As you are building up to 60 minutes or longer, however, and maybe four to five times per week of exercise or more, this is where we definitely will have to strategize a little bit more. Um, and I work one-on-one -on -one with my clients to make sure that we are getting in the right types of foods um, as we start to increase our exercise. So what should you eat in a pre-workout meal? This is always a, a great question. So remember that as a bariatric athlete, um, we, again, we focus on our protein. So the big thing to remember here, though, is that carbohydrates are what fuel our muscles during exercise. Carbohydrates are the preferred energy source, um, especially for explosive movements like weightlifting, but also for aerobic or endurance training. So carbohydrates are really important. Um, 
Carbohydrates are stored in the muscle. And they're stored as muscle glycogen. We store about 300 to 400 grams of muscle glycogen, and that's about 1,200 to 1,600 calories worth. We also store carbohydrates in our liver as liver glycogen, 75 to 100 grams or about 300 to 400 calories. Um, liver glycogen, incidentally, can be depleted after an overnight fast, and therefore, we're just left with those muscle glycogen stores. So again, that's why it's so important to make sure we're topping off our levels. Um, and then also, there is some carbohydrates stored in our blood as blood glucose, and that's about five grams or about 20 calories, so not as much there. Now, as we are thinking about what we should be eating, we have to look at how much time we have before the workout. Because I know that you're probably thinking, I definitely do not want to come into a workout with a bunch of food and fluid bouncing around in my stomach, right? That does not feel good. So remember that as you're farther out from when you're going to work out, you can certainly eat a little bit more because you're allowing your body that time for digestion to occur. So typically when we have um, about three to four hours before a workout or competition, this is where a more well-balanced meal can be consumed. So this is where we're going to incorporate our protein, maybe about 20 to 40 grams at our meal. And again, that'll be dependent upon how far out you are from when you had your surgery. That'll determine how much you can eat. Um, but about 20 to 40 grams of protein. And then for your carbohydrates, Carbohydrates. We ideally want to deal with um, whole grain carbohydrates. So think of like quinoa, brown rice, baked potato or sweet potato, um, even vegetables and fruit do contain carbohydrates as well. Um, about 30 to 45 grams of carbohydrate per meal is pretty typical for bariatric uh, athletes to consume. Some can certainly eat more and definitely depending upon you where you are after surgery, you may have to eat less. But the other thing to remember pre-workout is we want to eat meals that are low in fat and fiber. So so I'll give you an example. We wouldn't want to have a big salad with heavy dressing, right, right before a workout because that high fat and high fiber is going to stay in our stomach longer and that can lead us to feeling bloating, uh, having some bloating or cramping or even diarrhea during our training. So that would not be something you'd want to include um, in right before your workout. Now, as we get closer to the start of our workout or our competition, the volume of your food will decrease as well as your fluids. So ideally, as we're getting closer, we're focusing less and less in terms of how much food we're eating, and then we're, we're moving more towards soft or um, liquid uh, calories to help us digest that quickly so that it's available to our muscles. Um, so for example, if you're working out early in the morning, I get a lot of clients that'll tell me, look, I cannot eat first thing in the morning right before a workout. And that's the only time of day that I can work out. So a couple things that I always say to my clients is, number one, I get it. Let's start with where you are. Let's build up. The good news is, is that over time, you can train your body to tolerate more carbohydrates, more fluids, more sodium before a workout. Those are all going to benefit you during your exercise. So we start slow with where you are and we can build that up. But even if you're just first thing in the morning and only thing you can tolerate right now is just some liquid. Um, you could try some, for example, Gatorade G2, which is 30 calories and eight grams of carbohydrate per 12 ounces. It is better than nothing. Okay. It's better than not having anything. Um, another example might just be a couple bites of some Greek yogurt or even a half banana or an applesauce pouch. Again, some carbohydrate will be better than nothing. Now, these next set of guidelines are going to be more for my endurance athletes. So for my bariatric athletes that are training for endurance events like a half marathon, full marathon, anything where you're exercising greater than 60 to 90 minutes at a time consistently, there are some more specific guidelines for carbohydrates. Because remember, when you are doing endurance training, it is even more critical that you have that ample muscle glycogen that your body can draw upon during exercise so that it has that consistent energy source. So 
The typical rule of thumb for carbohydrates pre-workout for endurance training are as follows. One hour before a workout, the recommendation is one gram per kilogram of body weight. Now, for my bariatric athletes, when I say body weight, what I mean by that is your ideal body weight or the weight that you are, you've gotten down to, you've gotten through that weight loss phase, you're getting to a weight now where that you're maintaining, that you feel good at, um, that you feel like you're going to hold at, we can use that weight for this calculation. But um, the one gram per kilogram, and I know you're thinking, well, I only know how much I weigh in pounds, right? How do I make that into kilograms? So let me explain. So if, if I'm 150 pounds, to, to convert that over to kilograms, I would divide 150 pounds by 2.2. When we do that, that is going to give us 68 kilograms, okay? So in that one hour before, the recommendation uh, for, again, this is for someone that's going to be doing endurance training, would be 68 grams of carbohydrate because it's one gram per kilogram of body weight. So what is 68 grams of of carbohydrate look like? So I'll give an example. 30 grams, or excuse me, one banana has 30 grams of carbohydrate, okay? So if we need to get to 68, that would be like eating two bananas. Now, for some bariatric athletes, that is going to be not doable, okay? Um, And what I would say to bariatric um, athletes that have these guidelines, they're thinking, oh gosh, this is too much, is we may not get to that exact 60 or 68. That's okay. We're going to try to reach that. We're going to do it through a combination of different foods that you tolerate that we'll discuss as we work together. Um, but it is something that over time, as you get farther out from having had your surgery, it may be something that is doable. Okay. So we would work together on that. Now, two hours before your event, the recommendation is two gram per kilogram. So that would be 136 grams of carbohydrate for a 150 pound athlete. Three hours before your workout, it would be three gram per kilogram, which is about 204 grams of carbohydrate. And then lastly, four hours before exercise, the rule of thumb is four grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight, which again, for a 150 pound athlete would be about 272 grams of carbohydrate. This again is, I want to reiterate, for higher intensity, long duration of at least 60 to 90 minutes of continuous exercise or more, these recommendations would be appropriate for those athletes. And I'll just close this section out with saying that again, these are just guidelines. We would work towards them um, in aiming to increase our carbohydrate intake over time because again, when you're doing long um, endurance training, your body will have that higher need for carbs to fuel your muscles so that you can complete that workout or training session. Now, what are the fluid guidelines pre-workout? So as we teach all bariatric clients and athletes, sipping throughout the day is so critical, right? And it it makes it hard for bariatric athletes because we have to, of course, separate our food and drink, right? In general, bariatric surgical centers will teach um, clients that they have to stop drinking about 15 to 30 minutes before they begin a meal, no drinking with their food, and waiting a minimum of 30 minutes after they have eaten before they can resume drinking fluids again. So that timing piece kind of hard uh, makes it harder, right, for us to reach our fluid goals. Um, for a bariatric athlete that is trying to make sure they're staying hydrated. Um, Generally speaking, two to four hours before a workout, we want to try to consume about 16 to 24 ounces of fluid. And about within 15 to 30 minutes before a workout, we want to be sipping about eight to 16 ounces of fluid. And this is, of of course, is going to be very uh, dependent upon how much you can consume at a time of your liquids. 
Uh, when I work with athletes, I generally aim for about one half to one ounce per pound of fluid. So meaning if I'm 150 pounds, that would be about 75 to 150 ounces per day. And again, this will generally be farther down the road from when you had your surgery, when you are able to tolerate a little bit more fluid. I also teach my athletes that depending upon how much sweat there, you know, if they're sweat, sweaty, uh, they lose more fluid in their sweat. Um, you can weigh yourself before and after a workout to determine how much you have lost. If you've lost one pound of uh, body weight through sweat, that would be about 16 to 24 ounces per pound that we want to rehydrate with after our workout. So fluids are just as important, guys, as getting in those carbohydrates pre-workout. We don't want to come into our workout dehydrated. That can really decrease your overall ability to perform at a high level. So what should I eat? What are some examples of meals or snacks that I can eat in those pre-workout windows that we talked about, whether we're farther out or whether we're getting closer to our workout? What are some ideas that we can incorporate? So let's discuss this. Um, in general, when we're farther out, uh, again, like I said, three to four hours beforehand, we're looking at a more well-balanced meal where we can have our protein, we can have whole grain carbohydrates, fruit, vegetable, you know, even a little bit of fat. That is fine in a three to four hours because your body has time to digest that and get it you know, out of the way, so to speak, before we get out um, to do our exercise session. So some examples um, would include maybe for uh, like an afternoon or evening training session and you've had lunch or dinner, you could do like chicken breast with quinoa or brown rice or even like a baked or sweet potato, maybe a piece of fruit with it. Um, again, we're always eating our protein food first. Um, you could do, for example, cottage cheese with fruit or whole grain crackers. You could do deli meat um, wrapped around cheese sticks with crackers um, or fruit. If it's more in the morning, we could do Greek yogurt with berries topped with some nuts or seeds. We could do a slice of whole grain toast or a waffle with peanut butter or banana slices. Um, and even like a fruit smoothie with protein powder, If depending upon how far you have until you're able to begin the workout, you might just have half of it. Um, that can give us some energy as well. When we're getting closer to the beginning of that workout, maybe we're getting into within like two hours or so before, we're reducing the volume of what we're eating. Maybe we look at things like trail mix, like dried fruit and nuts, for example, fig bars, something like that. And then as we get real close to our workout, one hour or less, we might want to just stick with fluids such as something like G2, which has carbohydrates and electrolytes to get that in our body before our workout. Maybe a couple, a uh, handful of pretzels or small bites of fruit, like a half of a banana, for example applesauce pouch, um, or like I said, maybe sips of that fruit smoothie that you had made. You could save the rest of it for after the workout. But again, I try to reiter reiterate to my clients, if we can try to get in at least 15 grams of carbohydrate before that workout, um, you're going to feel a lot better. So remember that for a, a Ruin Y um, gastric bypass and a duodenal switch athlete, it is important that we combine our carbohydrate with a source of protein. Because you are more sensitive um, in terms of that carbohydrate type and amount and timing, um, we want to make sure that we prevent hypoglycemia, especially during long training sessions or dumping syndrome, for example. So it's even more critical for bypass and duodenal switch athletes to really work one-on-one -on -one with a bariatric sports dietitian to help dial in what you're eating and when so that we can really optimize your workouts so that you get the most out of them. Now, I get this a lot of time um, from athletes. So Kim, I've tried different whole foods, but I do want to start trying some sports nutrition products. What are some good products out there that are better tolerated um, with bariatric athletes? So let me talk about a few of these. So 
there are products that you can incorporate before the workout begins. And then of course, these products also you can consume during a longer training session of an hour or more. If you're training under an hour, generally speaking, we don't have to have a ton of sports nutrition products during our workout. Um, you don't need that amount of carbohydrate. But if you are doing endurance training of 60 minutes or longer, these products can be utilized both before and during workouts. So a couple of products that I really like, um, the Huma energy gel. Huma is spelled H-U-M-A. Um, these gels are about 100, cal 100 calories per packet, 22 grams of carbohydrate, one gram of protein, and five grams of fat. So as you can see, they're not just carbs. They actually have a blend of carbs and protein. Um, they do contain powdered chia seeds, um, which is where you're getting that fat and protein from, uh, cane sugar and brown rice, and fruit puree. Um, these are natural ingredients. They're generally tolerated a little bit better amongst my uh, bariatric athletes. Um, the recommendation for this type of product would be taking one gel about 15 minutes before your workout begins, and you can take it with water to dilute it. And I would recommend that, in fact. Um, because we have that blend of carbohydrate and protein, this does provide a slower release of carbs into the muscle so that you have that energy source um, longer, a sustained energy source throughout the workout available. Another product that I like, um, the UCAN um, products, the UCAN energy powder, which is 21 grams of carbohydrate and 90 calories. Um, you can take one serving of this mix with water about 30 to 45 minutes before your workout. Um, UCAN is used uh, or is created with a low glycemic cornstarch, and this delivers that consistent slow-released energy um, that is generally better tolerated by my bariatric athletes. UCAN also has the UCAN Edge Energy Gel. These are 70 calories, 19 grams of carbohydrate. Again, that low glycemic cornstarch. Um, you take one gel 30 minutes before exercise, again, with some fluids. And then both of these products you can utilize throughout the workout as well. Um, I always tell my bariatric athletes, we never try anything new on race or competition day. That is never the time to go, oh, I think today's the day I'm going to try this new product. We always want to practice everything that we are eating and drinking during training. We don't want to ever pull something out new on race day and go, let's see how this goes, right? If you want to try something, do it during training. Okay. The worst time after you've done all these, you know, days and weeks and months of training is to try something new that makes you feel poor during your, your, uh, competition. So we always want to try, um, new things during training, never on race day. And then I just want to reiterate by saying, I know a lot of these guidelines might seem a little bit overwhelming. You might think, you know, are these guidelines good for me? Um, again, that's going to be based upon when you had your surgery. So the sooner out that you are from surgery, you're going to be sticking primarily to your bariatric guidelines. You're going to be focusing on your protein, your fluids, your vitamins and minerals. Um, and then as we get farther out from when you had your surgery is where we will increase carbohydrates slowly over time. And we will use what's called nutrition periodization to match your exercise with your nutrition amount. Okay. So don't kind of worry that these are going to be things that we will individualize for you. Okay. Um, and I just want to reiterate also that it is possible to train your body to tolerate more carbohydrates over time. You can tolerate more fluids. You could tolerate more sodium. Um, these are all things that are going to help you during the workout. And we work on with our athletes at active bariatric nutrition to practice increasing these slowly over time. So we get to the amount that's going to help to optimize your workout. 
So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. Um, I just ask if you don't mind, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And I would love if you could give it a review because your feedback helps me for future episodes to determine topics, but also what you'd like to learn more about. Um, I think also that it helps spread the word. Um, So certainly um, if you know of someone that would benefit from this information or you're thinking that they would like this, please, I just would be so thankful if you could share this with anyone that you think would find this information helpful. Um, Also, if you would like to learn more about um, an individualized nutrition plan that meets your unique needs as a bariatric athlete, please go to my website at www.activebariatricnutrition.com to learn more about my one-to-one nutrition coaching services. You can also follow me on my social media accounts at Instagram, which is at Active Bariatric. I'm also on TikTok and Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I will talk to you again next week. Have a great day.